WSQF Blink Radio. You heard it here. You heard it now. This is the young side of the young and old show. I'm here with the radio socialist Alejandro Blink Radio, Kibis Kane. We're live streamed on WSQFRadio.com. Plug it into your Bluetooth, into your phone. Or if you're south of here, to Palmetto Bay, east of US-1, from Key Biscayne, you can always hear us on the radio, right in between the regadoneros on WSQF 94.5. Without further ado, it is Monday, and I'm feeling blue because Joe Biden is my president. How are you? Good, good, good. Um, it's a real interesting time in politics, and I think I've noticed something that I want to talk to a conservative about is you guys seem like you're all fighting with each other now on every front. Trump is really getting nasty with DeSantis in preparation. Yeah, yeah, he definitely fears DeSantis is coming down, barking down his door. Um, McCarthy was even endorsed by Trump, but that didn't stop Matt Gates and Boebert from fighting with him. And now you have Steven Crowder fighting with the Daily Wire over contract. That's, when you say Daily Wire, you, I guess you assume it's Tucker Carlson. And no, that is, that. Um, that's Ben Shapiro. Oh, even better. Thank you. I stand corrected. um, Online magazine, pretty much. So, uh, Tucker's the. Tucker's. I did not mention Tucker. I was saying uh, Stephen Crowder. I understand, but uh, Stephen Crowder. No, I'm talking about the the uh, the news services that each represent. So Shapiro represents Daily Signal. Daily Wire, I think. Daily Wire, and Tucker represents another uh, another. Tucker's on Fox. I understand. That's that's when he gets. In, in his mind, his big opportunity in life, but you know he had been he had been uh, on the air before with CNN and uh, with uh, I think it was he had a partnership. I forgot who it was, but anyway, he has an online uh, news service as well. It, I guess it really doesn't matter. But uh, Ben Shapiro is uh, you know because of his youth, he, he's hard to to you know gauge where he's at because he's limited in experience in terms of. What he's seen, what he's witnessed, what he actually uh, has uh, insight on, but you got to admit the guy's an intellect. Now, when you say we're the guy fighting, he's rhetorically skilled. He's re- rhetorically skilled. Oh, is that a, is that a woke version of? No, no, that that's I don't because I I don't think he's very. I don't see him as very intellectual. I see him as really good around because recall. He's a king he, of recall. He, he's a king of recall, and he's good around navigating around a very unthought-out argument. Like a college student who's just attended a class really hasn't quite interrogated what the teacher has said or what their friends have said, but they have social circles that's beneficial to believe these things that sometimes I happen to agree with. But they haven't really come down and really thought about this, so they'll go up against Shapiro and like the... Ben Shapiro. Yeah, men against boys. Ben Shapiro, headshots, college student on campus, yeah. wrecked compilation, 579. You know, um, and he knows how to he knows how to make a contradiction out of that statement if it's not prepared enough. Well, if it's flawed in any way or form, he'll find a hole in your argument. And he's very good at recall. Some of what you say carries some weight, not necessarily that I agree with it. I'm looking forward to meeting him one day. I'm really looking forward to people that have that kind of recall. I wish I had it. I'm the opposite, really. I, I think I'm more passionate than that, than the average Joe. 
uh, about conservatism and individual liberty because that's basically it. And there's nothing really more about conservatism than that. The media will paint in any way it wishes because they fear it. And the and what they really fear, and I want conservatives to kind of figure this one out in their heads, what is it that we really fear? What is it that the left really fears? I, we just fear, plain and simple, status communism in the United States. I mean, I'm talking about leapfrogging socialism. We also fear any derivative of that or any skewed perception of that because we see it in Europe. We I, don't I, do enough in the news to compare ourselves to Europe, but Europe is the next stage. I mean, if we are that, on second base in socialism, uh, Europe is third base getting ready to steal home. There are really a bunch of serfs over there in Europe. In every single country, there's very few countries that can't say they don't have an omnipotent government with a parliamentary system where it's very hard to even run for office. I, we talked about that before. Yeah. It's not easy to run for office. In Europe, you got to be. I guess what I would just ask you is. You got to be married um, to the party. About and that, there's indivi- a lot of them. that individual liberty thing. Like, that's what got me interested in right wing thought in college. But, like, it always kind of. It always feels when I go into conservative circles. Um, like, and this is, I guess, where the collectivist arguments and rhetoric comes in. Is that. And you're talking about fear. It always seems like it's always about me versus the world. What comes down with a lot of conservative talk. I can see you feeling that way. I kind of feel like that's why, kind of without the kingmaker, um, Trump, I pointed at his Trump cutout in the room, it kind of feels like they're all now... You know, that's considered sexual harassment to a liberal, because this is like a workplace environment, and you reached out like a liberal... Well, luckily I'm not a liberal. Woo! You reached out and tried to grab Trump like that, you know, at (laughs) at 10 feet away. It's, It's not... I can see how you felt that way or feel that way, uh, but we can't be accused of what the next accusation would be. We're not individualistically narcissistic politicals. We're not. We just don't believe, and we have plenty of proof, that where the liberal heads are heading are collective nature and, uh, of government, it's not good. Government is this monolith thing that you can only beat with a tank. You know, you know what I mean. You can only beat with a gun. You can give it all the power you want through the vote, but eventually, you, what do you do? You can't. I do guess anything. I, I, I don't feel that way in the United States because because you haven't seen it that bad. Because yet. we have so many different states, but that there, have so many different little sections. I'm glad you said. Off. I'm glad so you said it, that. It, it's like. I, I understand the conservative rhetorical, I'll say, anxiety about tyranny. I get it. I think no one who enters politics wants tyranny, right? That's or, not true. Liberals want tyranny. The only people who I they say, just like, won't oh, say it. The only people who I say would want tyranny are like fascist and like hardline like Marxist Leninist types are the only ones who kind of like relish in the idea of like no the state exists to just batter my do you remember opponents. do you remember when the pri in mexico was the uniparty in mexico for the longest freaking time like 85 years it's their party or nothing that's what we're talking about we've gone through a several decades where one party ruined the country one party not two parties one party and they controlled congress for 18 and 28 years, if I'm um, not correct, it might be even longer. 
They control both houses of Congress, disguised by Republican presidents that were sprinkled about there throughout that century. And the result is this massive government debt and a worthless American dollar. Not to mention, scattered all over the world with bases and military and stuff getting ready to explode Wait, on are we us. talking about Mexico or the United States? I, I jumped was, to the United yeah, States yeah. really quick. I was Excuse just me. a little bit confused. It's like, wait, well, Mexico yeah, Mexico, <laughs> Mexico just had the, uh, the uniparty just like the United States did for a good chunk of our American history that, that Americans aren't even taught today, not to mention a socialist public school system, which I made a rant a uh, video that I I I don't think I shared with you and I should have excuse me because I wasn't really uh you weren't my target audience per se although you should be because of your age but uh the the public school system is a dreary reality of how much and how little we know about our country our founding and the individual liberty that got than us the here alternative. it's better than the alternative which is no system of schooling so ah uh, not really, because oh, this system yeah. right now... You, you, you don't want a bunch of, like... Right now, we Illiterate, uneducated people with that's no what professional we have. skills who... That's what we th- have. That, 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 that always causes that's an explosion majority. of crime. That's, a, that's exactly what we have. That's the point. The vast majority of people graduating from high school have little skills and know very little about the United States. That's the whole reason for my point. Now... But you, yeah, then it would be even worse. That's like it is that, that's worse. like that's like okay. How much it's worse like, okay, do you want? Okay, we have a dog with like that doesn't you know go outside when it has to go to the I'm bathroom. I'm sorry, but I'm what about if a it dog was that even cowers. bigger dog? How about that would a dog? Take even bigger. How about a dog? Right now we're a dog that craps inside the house, but also hides under a table no matter how big the dog is, scared of itself, its own shadow. We are a nation failing big time, and we are importing our talent. We're importing our intellects. Notice that the biggest uh, and brightest minds right now are those who buck trends, who some of them didn't even go to, you know, they dropped out of college because they saw the scam. And uh, I'll just give you an opportunity to just go ahead on a rant. And you've got to hold your own now because i got to go outside of this studio to the restroom out of nowhere. Because it's the John Federer moment reminder. Stay free, my friends. I'll be back in a moment. So I guess what I am going to want to challenge him on is, like, everyone should notice that, like, the Republican Party is kind of, like, people were anticipating a civil uh, GOP civil war after Trump's candidates had entirely pretty much lost the midterms. Most of them, like, all election deniers have lost the midterms. Um and then the following day, the conservative media was like, we don't have to listen to Trump anymore. Very excited to get back where they were in early 2016, where Trump had to not be a part of the party. And now, um, for those um, not in the know-how who aren't online, um, Stephen Crowder, a right-wing blowhard, is fighting with Ben Shapiro's Daily Wire. He is talking about the fact that his contract worked him too hard, that it wasn't fair to him. Which pretty much he just, you know, like, let's be real. His business model is pretty much he says racist stuff on YouTube. YouTube's terms of service is you've crossed the line and we have to hit you again. So he was offered a $50 million contract. And mind you, 
this was a guy who now wants to say, like, oh, I'm standing up for workers' rights. When one of his big moments, his big claim to fame, was pushing a union worker off camera um, and then acting like a victim when the guy turned around and slugged him. And good on the union for bailing him out, um, their own guy, for just clearly acting in self-defense from this entitled cry-bully rich kid who has clearly never really gone over his um, theater kid days. Very visible, very visible. Um, So even he is now fighting with the people who were paying him. So even across the board, the Congress, the Senate, and the race for the presidency, and even the conservative media, the GOP civil war is happening now, folks. So place your bets on what it's going to look like. Because... um, People really aren't going to fess up to this in the liberal press, but there's a real talk about, um, you know, oh, Trumpism, Trumpism this, Trumpism that, uh, the nascent attitude of fascism, you know, whether, okay, I, you've heard me say it on this show, folks, there is a real problem with an, with an adjacent far right that has made itself public again. You know, we all saw how comfortable Kanye West was spouting that stuff. But what we're really seeing now is that pretty much everyone in the Republican Party is fighting to be the news story. Is that Saul Alinsky said that one of the big differences between the left and the right is they're much more self-interested than us. Is that we have much more of a group idea of the self, which now Manny has come back into the studio, which kind of plays into their idea of individual rights, which, given the current state of the party... Looks like it means looking out for yourself before your party's interests. I don't believe it so. I don't know what you said, but I'll take it that it was nothing but collective thought and idealism. And at the same time, uh, I guess to use the phrase of the left, quite radical. Uh, Not really radical. Um, I I don't know. I can't correct you now. I've been talking about how um, it seems like all aspects of the Republican Party are fighting right now. The media is fighting, the people running for president, and the people in the Congress are fighting. I believe there's no set leader anymore. I believe that we've heard that loud and clear, especially in the night of the battle uh, to assure McCarthy would not have Pelosi's rules. But notice how the left never questioned Pelosi's rule. We get it's not true at all. I'll tell you right now, one of the biggest fights that happened in the left was around. I want to say. 2018, when um, the squad came in and Pelosi and all this group, there was a big fight about, um, what was it called? There was a big fight about not backing Pelosi, about fighting Pelosi. Like and not it, went, giving and it went nowhere. Um, but it was a very big Fisher moment. Like, it was a moment that a lot of, people, it, it did a not, lot of people left the left because once this idea had popped When you online, said people left the left, you're talking about the people or you're talking about Political members within the party. Um, people on the internet. No oh. one really on the party. But like, there was a populist response okay. in this frustration. All right, so I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the actual rules of engagement here right now on the floor of Congress. It was very important. And they those 20, unlike Omar... But you're a Trump guy. McCarthy was... I'm not a Trump guy. Trump. I'm a Ted Cruz guy. Always was, still am... I'm probably more aligned with uh, Ted Cruz than anyone else politically. I don't really back down to any other thought other than strict conservative thought. 
I'm a little bit more, uh, how would I say, I'm not as varnished as Ted Cruz because he has to play the political game and, and toss the football like everybody else. Like for like not supporting Trump on January the 6th when he knew that Pelosi and the crowd refused 21,000 National Guardsmen to take care of the January 6th grounds. And the mayor of D.C. did also. And yet he made that comment that they were terrorists. And that was that. They, they, they kind of I mean, they, that's that's they didn't kill anybody, but they were definitely there trying to. Scare Hello, people. the government killed they, everybody. The they government. killed one person who breached and the, the and wall. The other, and the other guy... Ashley Babbitt was not fought. Like, I saw you, Ashley you, Babbitt. Do you she say was, back to blue? Do you say back to blue? I don't... She, she told... The cop told her to stay back, and she lunged at him. No, that's not true. If that was like... I was watching yeah, yeah, the yeah, live... I, I, I watched I the there. live feed. I was there. You so might, you I, might I have was. been there, but you weren't inside, and you weren't standing next to her. Neither were you. Exactly, but I saw the feed. I did. I did too. I saw that same. She page. was in the door, even the door window. In fact, the the window was smashed I mean, dude, out. Dude, those people hung like time out. No, 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 no. You they just said something. They they put you a just rope said to hang people. They were there to she, scare people. She wasn't able to lunge at him because she was in a door she was frame breaking through the door. No, someone else through the window, and it was probably someone uh, right next to her. God knows. Uh, that you can't really see who smashed the window because the person has its back to you. But there were several of them. They're super packed in a staircase looking. Uh, that portion of the, uh, like, the Capitol. Why were they ransacking the place? That's the question. Once, once those That's doors the break. Question. Once the, they were definitely, I'm not going to call it ransacking. I'm going to call it <laughs> writing. But they're walking around with their selfies. And, uh, selfies. Their selfies and ranting like a bunch of uh, hooligans, like a, a soccer they match. They were both. I mean, that's the problem. They, is that these were people who were very much on the internet all of the time. Okay, well, so Babbitt they're very was addic- in a door They're frame. very addicted to self-promotion. You know the stained glass of a, they're of very a church? They're addicted to self-promotion. So they were doing this very feasible this is act. Their, of, there was this, this moment. Very, this very real crime. It was very evidently a crime to anyone who was watching that this was a criminal action. How you want to define it, I would just call it a right. Um, you know, you had people who came there with the clear intent to intimidate people in the Congress and the Senate. I believe the feds incited very raw, raw Trump supporters, very patriotic wannabes, because that's what they all were. There were some elements of Antifa in the crowd. There were some elements. There were no of, elements of Antifa. I, I saw them. You. I even saw the pictures. You didn't even know who Antifa was before I came on the show. Came. You were just repeating what all the other Republicans tell each other. Yeah. So you don't have to how feel ridiculous. responsible how for elements ridiculous. in your party that you don't like. How, it's fine. It's fine. How ridiculous fine. is it that you think for a moment that I didn't know who Antifa was? Before I because I've literally told you about the Black Bloc and all of these groups uh, that I was a part all of. All you've done was disseminate information in more detail because you were somewhat uh, talking to these people like online. The, the fact that you think that Antifa people could even like infiltrate this group is the biggest compliment to yeah, Antifa course, types that it you could is. possibly... It is. They were, they were successful at it. Very good. They incited the crowd and guess what? They had the and encouragement. And the source is, just trust me, bro. They did it. They, they did it. Just they, trust me, bro. I yeah, won't yeah, just tr- trust me, bro. I'm not trusting you, bro. I believe yeah, that... Just trust me. Just trust me. That there were elements in subgroups and groups and subgroups. Oh, they were all present there. It was natural for them to go there and incite stuff because like Antifa guys. It was a here's lot, the thing: the Antifa guys. That was their Mardi Gras. I'll tell you something. <laughs> I'll, I'll, let me let me give you a little bit more knowledge about these groups so you know because I followed them. 
when Antifa guys infiltrate a group, they don't agitate for crimes. They take down names and they give them to other anarchists. Okay. Like, that doesn't, take, that do. doesn't take away anything but, I'm yeah, saying. No, but it, it does completely take away that the fact that Antifa was the one who had anything to do with Jan 6. I believe. This is, no, no, the I investigation believe, did not first show First of all, anything. I don't believe the only organizers of January 6th incitement was people working for the feds. Also embedded in those people working for the feds. This is what they do for a living. It's not something that comes out of nowhere. It's very experienced groups of intelligence agents that are accustomed to being in enemy territory, for Christ's sakes. Being in civilian streets is nothing for them. And they're, they're career individuals. And guess what? What's really unfortunate about the whole thing is Trump bought into it entirely. I want the audience to know that I'm not pushing back against the Fed accusation, but I am pushing back against the Antifa accusation. They encourage Antifa to show up. And and now he just said something completely unbackable. Let's go on. Yeah, the Feds I don't think will ever know. That's unfortunate because this type of fodder, I'm not the first to speak it, nor am I the one to originate it or, or, or... or You're just spreading it. You're just spreading it. Um, I just seen I seen the pictures. I've been told who this person is, who that person is, who this person is, and with the pictures of the event, shadowed shadowed by the the feds and how they look like. They were, they are identified by a certain marker so that can be seen from above, from uh, you know drone video and surveillance and stuff like that. So you know who's who in the crowd. And then, of course, the the people who did attend, you know, all those other groups, the Oath Keepers, the Proud Boys. Uh, excuse me if I'm forgetting someone. I don't mean to disrespect your writing potential, but they all came to that event, and Trump bought into it. He knew that the place was going to be packed with his supporters. There are other people I know that that attended who were just there for literally civil, uh, how would you call it? Not simple disobedience, but uh, civil, uh, what do you call it? What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, civil dis- patriotism. Uh, disor- um, civil disobedience. You got it. Yeah. Uh, disobedience means like, I think it's like like we do here in Miami when we lie in the streets over Cuba issues. You know, we, we lie in the streets of 836 and ruin everybody's day going to work or coming from work or crazy traffic jams, that kind of stuff. I mean the people who just attended the speech protesting the scanned, rigged election. So that's something that, you know, no different than what you're seeing now in, play out in Brazil, just more carnival-oriented in Brazil because it's there's more poverty, therefore the crowds are bigger, everything's bigger. Everybody believes that the electronic election... I mean, it, it's the factor is very visible. Both countries had people who refused to contend election losses. This is what you get is people yeah, who democracy believe, is people who yeah. believe lies and then people who unfortunately because they believe lies hear things that are horrifying like that their votes were stolen from them and the country has Guess been taken what? from them that so they take matters into their own hands that isn't what those people believe they believe only in massive corrupt mail-in balloting not ours. Going. Know, I, I didn't get why you guys wanted to ban mail-in balloting, but now I do. Get the scam. It's because you guys can't discriminate who gets to vote. You either. can't discriminate so the before signatures. You could, before you could more easily discriminate against people who are like, you could tell 
by a glance at them that they might not vote just for what you. I you, think you, could, you could take election cycles out of I, a black neighborhood. <laughs> you could do all sorts of things. You know, oh, someone's poor, you make them, they can't work on the same just day that there's elections. Having... So before, beforehand, you could do it. And I didn't get it. Like, wh- like why is the election ballot a, like, a concern? But I didn't catch on. But now I know. Just when it's you had a you clear... can't discriminate. You can't. Republicans have already admitted that the gerrymandering is going on and the voter fraud stuff is cutting down. You're jumping over legitimate political discourse between parties where where, when you talk about gerrymandering, and then you jump over that to the mail-in balloting being a scam. My guy, I'm just noticing a pattern here. No, I'm noticing a pattern. Just when I think you had a clairvoyant moment and you're onto something, you know that Democrats in very specific areas, in very specific precincts, in where electoral college matters, meaning the totals at the end of the day of a state, where you can win a state, yet, therefore you won the majority of electors of the state, but only because of certain precincts, even though other states, you get your butts whipped at, but you only lose by a few electors between one state and another. That's the whole purpose of the Electoral College. We are electing a president by state. We are United States. Unfortunately, we said that we were the United States of America when we should have said the founders should have said United States for America. So right now we're in a place where you can rig because no, no Republican believed for a moment that Trump won the popular vote. Because then doesn't that, Bush, like, because, because here's th- the thing I noticed Republicans were saying when they were mad is that you expect us to believe that Biden got more votes than Obama. But here's the thing. Trump ex- Trump's vote scouts exploded. That's a great too. point. But no, it's not because no one had anything to do. Everyone was locked up. We were all watching what was happening. More people no, were going to No, you weren't. Yeah, we were. You were we, sound we, asleep at you, 3 in the morning. Two, I was awake. We were all watching. You were asleep. I was awake. You were not up at 3 in the morning when all of a sudden the votes switched really dramatically. If you look at the graph, oh, you're like, Oh, wow. Almost oh, like voting takes oh, time. Oh, like, dude, yeah, all of a dude, sudden. Trump, Trump, Trump said that that... Trump pretty much admitted that I was this one. Are we really going to you talk again you, about election denial? Well, is this like the most reoccurring well, subject went, on the show? You went there. You went there. No, that's not true. I was the first to talk about the uh, rig, the rigged election. You, no, you talked about Jan six too. And no, you, you started. Jan. You 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 said you were disappointed that Ted Cruz called them terrorists. He blew it. He, and that's how he got he, that uh, again. alienated a third of his electorate right there. Many of them were from Texas. I think he corrected it to some degree because the facts show differently. He was actually uh, initiated the motions I told you about. He initiated the motions to decertify the moment those doors were banging. That's exactly what was occurring. It's a documented fact. He had given a motion, uh, seconded by um, uh, the guy from uh, Wisconsin, uh, Josh Hawley. And then in the House, it was Kosar, Brooks, and I believe there was more of them, but just First and second, it was House and Kosar, and then others joined in. And then the doors started shaking, bugga, 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 and everything was, everybody went to their quarters, into their safe houses. And when they came back out, both those motions had died, almost as if it's constitutional. I don't even think, I think you have to rescind these motions to start again, to start the count all over again. I don't think they even did that. I think Pence just started taking votes. And that's it. It's over. Trump's whole experience is over. I mean, so, Bob Barr himself. Bob Barr was the guy who was willing to go out and arrest Bill, people. Bill, Bill. Bill Barr, thank you. Bill Barr was Bob willing. Bob is the guy he yeah, should have yeah, chose. Yeah. I, 
Thank you for that. <laughs> See, I'm, more than, I did the same I'm thing. more than happy to admit when I'm wrong. No, uh, you, you weren't <laughs> I'm wrong. I'm more than happy to admit. That wasn't wrong. You just said it was, it Bill. Bill I said it, it too. It was Bill Barr, Bill not Bar. Bob Barr. Yeah. Bob is a Georgia, I believe is a Georgia representative. He who, was, what, wasn't he the guy who ran against Clinton? You know what? It's Google time. Here we go. Because go continue. Bill I'll Barr do- straight up said there was no evidence for any of this. Uh, Bill Barr and Bill Barr is. Like I think a very, everybody. Bill Barr the, is a very fret, threatening guy to like kind of my ideas on freedom. Well, you know, he, you know what, you know what our our Trumpster camp believes that Bill Barr was literally thrown into the mix to save him, save Trump from the exhaustive Mueller investigation. And guess who sent them? The deep state. And who are they? The Bushites. That's, yeah, but he back like, dude. The guy is such a suck up to executive power. Like he believes the president. He pretty much believes what Nixon said verbatim. If the if the president does it, it is not illegal. He believes it's the executive's job to just pretty much do war crimes or whatever. Former representative Bob Barr, yeah, Clinton impeachment manager. I knew it. Fatally flawed case against Trump. That's what he said on PBS. But you're right. He was he was a guy that I felt should have been appointed. Instead of Bill Barr, and I always came to that, you know, thought pattern, and uh, it was almost by mistake, because Bill Barr was definitely a person who served Senior Bush and Junior Bush, so he was a Bushite, and he did do what he promised. Look, Trump, bring me as DOJ, everybody will be happy, and this this Russian collusion thing will just fall on its face, and I'll make sure it does, and he did. And at the great expense of the Trump presidency that was successful, no matter what people's sentiments were. Now, look, we really suck as a country right now. We got our head in the sand. We, in the, we got a proxy war going on. We got millions of people crossing our border. We got major inflation for the average Joe can't even afford to fill up his tank fully to go to work. Can he only put 10 bucks in it just to get to work? And then he makes 20 bucks that day and 10 bucks went to the gas to get to work. That's the reality for many people. That sucks so bad. When our country sucks, it sucks really bad. And every time the Democrats are in power, our enemies are excited. I just find more things to complain about when my guy loses. Crazy how that happens. Who was your guy in that massive uh, Uh, primary, uh, Democratic primary? Bernie for life. Bernie for life. What's up? When people were calling um, Bernie bro pejorative. I, I proudfully took that as a title. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it was a real sign of what's to come when someone asked in, I think it was the Miami debate, Democratic primary, will you give illegal immigrants the free health care that you get under uh, Medicare, Medicaid, welfare, and I guess to some degree Obamacare, and every single one, including Biden, last, lastly, held up their hands behind the podium, every single one, unanimously. That, my my fellow Americans, sucks. It's communism. When that's no, it's u- not. That's uniparty. You know what communism is here? Yeah. Communism is when workers are in control of the means of production. Ooh, the workers are. You know, I can't argue with that. Oh, yeah, so... And when everybody holds up their hands, it sounds like they represent the Workers' Party. They want well, to take over the entire health care system. That's a political class. That's a political class who has done central planning to make it more Once the government controlled health care, they control this, you. You could call this egalitarianism. 
which kind of sounds a lot less scary, doesn't it, Americans? Yeah, and it, because we have not And been, it fails everywhere it's tried. It's almost like they want you to be afraid of stuff that's in your own interests. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that I, interesting? I'm a How person, it's like... I'll answer to that. I'm a person of uh, experiencing healthcare realities. I would hate to think that the government would control what I'm about to, uh, what I'm about to uh, entertain for my better health. I'd hate to think that the guy who came, who saw me today, who gave me tests today to get me approved for an operation, was was a bureaucrat, not a physician trying to get my insurance to pay for this thing. This could be super expensive. And I bought insurance. I have the right to insurance. I pay insurance. I pay expensive insurance. And I don't think I'm really getting what I paid for. I'm living among a system that has a lot of bureaucracy. I noticed that I used to go see the doctor and then go to the hospital for the CAT scan because the CAT scan was an enormous machine. Therefore, it was logical that it wouldn't be at a medical facility, right? I mean, sorry, it wouldn't be at his private practice because it's a big old expensive machine. Okay, so I go to the hospital and get it. Now, it's a subcontractor. Double the price. It's on Corway. It's a private outfit. I don't know anybody from Adam. There is no direct relationship between the person who's giving me the CAT scan and me and my the guy who's reading it and then the guy who's sending the results to the doctor, who I don't know either. And the doctor can change on me any day now. And... That's and I got expensive insurance. I mean, I don't got cheap insurance. I'm not on the exchange or nothing. I'm private insurance, and yet I got you know I got cashless bail insurance. <laughs> That's basically it. That's the best way I could put it. And once the government runs healthcare, they control the populace. And guess what? You'll never be able to. And then they'll do such evil things as making sure you don't go broke after you get injured in an what, accident. What, what what eventually happen is that you won't get health care at, at all because they'll run out of money. There are some people who have habits. But America like, has instance, enough, we have enough industries that we can tax to support it. No, nah, that's facetious. You know, it's true. That's facetious. It's true, we can. Fa- we have enough industries yeah, that we can 60, tax. Yeah, 60% taxes would also destroy the economy. You know what's going to continue helping the country? Uh, is continue letting in immigrants legally because they're going to ones who are going to open more businesses. They're the ones who are going to like... And employ people. Work more hours. What you don't want is unskilled labor because then they can only work in the farmland. And guess what? They just burned down another chicken farm somewhere. This is all communism. And Americans think it's some kind of bad luck. That's not communism. It's not communism. That's what they do. They destroy factors of production. They destroy creating stabilities. They're small groups of people. It's a shadowy group of people who just hide from power, who have the psychic energy to make storms happen. Money energy. Bad things happen. Yeah, 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 money, money. Yes, money. Why, why the, why the heck? You're the perfect. Any, you're the why perfect. the heck would anybody who wants money fund a system of people who are less incentivized to make money? That they're, doesn't make any because sense. Because they want all of the money. They but then want, they, they're go, they're, but they're inherently siding with the system of people of intellectuals in, who are going to deprioritize they money. They are the system. That's the, they want it all for themselves. Deprioritize money. Wait, the only situation that you're talking about that could possibly be replicated, but it was done kicking and screaming, was in China. After Mao's um, managerial failures, the party took over. This was in no way a group of people who were backed with the hungry interests of people making more money. Like, Ch- China went what it needed to do to get by and to get power. They weren't they- happily... 
welcoming in market Don't forces. Don't use that example because it completely... Because, no, but it's the only historical example you can point to. Because that's the only one where you're talking about well, where communists came in to make people more money. That no, has only for them to China. steal the money. To steal the money. Castro's came and took power and they got all the money. Uh, Soviets... Do we so- even have to bring up how bad Chaz, like management was? Hey, they're, they're communist, weird experimental, communist no revolutions things? take all the money. They shut down businesses, nationalize the ones they can. The ones that they can't just fall on their own. Like, man, like, I, I'll even say some of the things that communist Cuba... China. The thing that communist Cuba struggled with was they were trying to get out of the market. Th- 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 this was an actual difficulty for them. You apologists. No, see, I, you're I, I, apologists. I'm, attack- I'm attacking certain attitudes. You're an apologist. To show that your rationale does not work and lead up with history. You'll be, you'll be jumping up for a whole hell if we were to nationalize the petroleum business in the United States. Yes, I would. Yeah, see what I mean? But, that, and, but, but once again, you know what that's not? That's not communism. What you, is you, it? Uh, nationalization. No, it, nationalization is kind of a social democracy attitude, whereas you take the biggest, <laughs> you take the biggest money making things and, and then take you, them no, and then you, run them inefficiently to the ground. No, yeah. you, you make sure that the spoils of that industry are being shared with the country because and it they never to are. The there never are. Brazil has done this well. England prided itself and showing the world nationalization. Brazil's petroleum business could be twice its size if it wasn't run by the government. And then, to so I go to the YouTube, is this be, a YouTube then moment? People would not be dug out of poverty the way they were. Now, one thing Lula they have won done: all those re-elections with huge approval. Psh. Lula's record shows that this works. Psh. Like, listen, I don't want to take away your mom and pop shop. I don't want any stuff to go away. Listen, I'm just they saying, go away, the, my the friend. Guys who have you seen the streets of Caracas for fifty years? About global have you warming, seen the streets of Caracas? Have lost their right. Exxon Mobil, you don't get a company anymore. You lied to us about global warming for decades, and now this is on us. You know, I'm not going to lose any sleep. What global warming are you talking about? What? I feel cold in here. What do you mean, cold global warming, please? Yeah, because we're in a room with a computer that can't be overheated, so it's very cold here. Folks, do you like my background noise? I'm enjoying it, actually. Star Trek. Or is it uh, Star Wars? You name it. Communists are out firing little pea shots all over the place. But eventually, the stores are empty. Streets of Caracas are desolate. All the moms and pops are gone. Everything. There's nothing but confetti from the last protest floating around in the streets. Okay? It sucks. Everything sucks. Cuba sucks. Putin's Russia is sucking. Denmark doesn't suck. Um, Brazil doesn't suck. Um, Man... I don't think that France doesn't suck too much. Go to go to Denmark, go to Amsterdam, and tell me if everybody's not all drugged out like from San Francisco. And you know, and they're not being criminalized for doing so. Yeah, and they're giving yeah, no, I, they're I, giving great well, heroin. They can well, shoot up themselves. <laughs> I understand. I understand the collective thought. Eventually, nobody well, works, it, it, and just, foreigners have to be have to come in just to farm the land. I know, uh, but go ahead and mess with uh, those Danish farmers and see what you get. You know, they get but pissed I, off. I, no, but I think it's a cultural thing too. Like, like let's be real. Okay, now you just think now, now I'm going to be now I'm going to talk like you. I'm going to get chauvinistic about my upbringing. What do you mean chauvinistic? Is that prideful? Frightful? What to be a chauvinistic? Is that I, I see a lot in the United States and many. Um, I don't know about Europe, but in the United States, many of the you know 
white background, German-Americans. I'm a brown guy. Yeah, I know. That's where I'm going with this. Okay. Um, is that many of the, you know, German-Americans, Anglo-Americans, you know, their relationships with their family are kind of severed or kind of pulled apart. You like, can't make that statement. That you yeah, no, can't no, no, no. I can't true. easily. No. Fox News. Fox News just the Back other to week. Fox. Here Fox we go. Fox News says the other week you should kick your kids out if they have a drug habit. Oh God! We would not do that in a Spanish-speaking family. That's why we do better. Why do you say? We, why we do, do you better. Say that? We do better because we look out for our family more. You know, this is the thing: is that conservatives want to talk about family values, yeah, but kick- then they get mad at immigrants who excel because of family values. I think we get mad. I'm going to speak as an immigrant, but that was born here. Uh, it's kind of, if I can may say so myself. If you stay uh, true to form, there's nothing pure about news-related TV. Okay, I grant you that. Most of it is theater. It has to be because it's a business. It has to generate ads, and the ads have to keep on coming back. They have to pay for the system, and I understand. There's a certain crowd, your audience, that you appeal to. There's no doubt that the Fox audience, the reason why it dominates cable TV in terms of size, not not content, is because it is a very individualistic, patriotic crowd. Doesn't necessarily mean it's the most intellectual crowd, doesn't necessarily mean it's the most informed crowd, none of those things, because the average TV audience is not that informed, because it's depending on TV for its information. Granted, those are statements that I can say over and over and over again. But when you see that one station is dominating the others, and yet the other stations can sit there and just freaking deceive and deceive, and nothing happens, absolutely nothing. They will lose market share because they sucked already, so they each continue owning their 10 15% of the market, but there's 20 of them, so eventually they get through the 100, and Fox just dominates all of their shows at their hours. That just means that a group of crowd doesn't want to hear lies, and yet that massive crowd, that huge crowd that doesn't watch TV... Studies have shown that Fox News viewers are less likely to be educated on stuff that happened. For example, stuff that's like just straight-up undebatable, like Saddam did not have weapons of mass destruction. That's a lie. Fox, Fox News viewers that's a reported lie. at a higher point that's a lie. that this is the that they that's thought that he did. The, perfect example. The whole thing about uh, Colin Powell, who admits that he lied on behalf of George Bush, he doesn't like it one bit. He was given orders and he obeyed his commander in chief. So he was green, wasn't brown, he wasn't black, he wasn't even American. He was a, sorry, he was green, not brown, black, or American. He's a military man. So he took orders from the top and he said it. And he agrees that he deceived that day in the United Nations. But the truth is, the, the, God honest truth that we can never ever uh, have to admit to worldwide in a public forum is that we sold Saddam Hussein weapons of mass destruction in we? his ten year war against Iran. And this is before our invasion of Iraq. You hear that, folks? They were. I, I think we have. There to was a warring. There was for a the war. Back we've done for empire building. We got to take responsibility. I will agree. With, hey, that's a good point. That's a good segue, and I'll give you the full forum. It's a good segue because there are places that don't want and are incapable of having democracy, period. And that is the Middle East. There's only one nation that likes democracy, and they're starting to realize, ooh, there's a problem with democracy. And it's not even a democracy like the one in the States, and that's Israel. 
But everybody else in the Middle East has got a big problem with democracy. They want to be led. They don't want to be free. And they just live that way. There also happened now, to be what, a group What of, happened in Iraq was not that they didn't want democracy. It's that there were ethnic tensions that they, did, they were too anxious about sharing that stage of power with. They, these people, some yeah, groups Shiite, just, and, Shiite and Sunni. Some, some of these groups were just depressed and just battered around by other ones. You know, the people, for centuries. Yeah, but that's the thing is that we've had many stories that Iraqis were happy that when they were going to hear that Saddam Hussein was going to be overthrown by the U.S. military. Yeah, so, our ally. That's what he was, and we yeah, overthrew an you're, ally. You're not going to get me to not say that. <laughs> um, but it's very much the visible management of democracy is going to be different for every particular country. Have you noticed that the United States does take out a lot of their allies? Oh, man, how much time do you have for me to talk about that? Um, we won't include Afghanistan in that because can that we, was like a neutral turf. Can we include Ho Chi Minh? And uh, I can't pronounce his Chinese, Kan Chai Chek. We got very little support too late, and Mao just ran him over. You also had Noriega in Panama. You also have, um, what's his name, uh, Batista in Cuba. You also have uh, Somoza in Nicaragua. Uh, it's very sad that we really don't support our allies. We let them go into the ship hole. I said that correctly, ship hole, so that I'm not crossing the barrier of foul language. But we're in a situation where, you know, I can sit here and talk about stuff that we've already talked about. I don't want to. I, I'm just letting you just run your mouth about collectivism. And I know that you shouldn't have oh, to that pay. Beautiful, beautiful Anne Rand word. You shouldn't have to. You know those books. You are pretty yourself. Much er- you, know you that, yourself. For you know instance, time out. Erotic, you right? yourself should not have to pay for my diabetes because it, I have diabetes and I have to deal with my diabetes. I can only blame myself for my diabetes. If I, I don't think that it's not proven. I don't the, think it's truly just your fault, though. Like, but here, you shouldn't have to pay but, for but it. Here's the thing. I've already talked about how subsidies have created diets, right? Americans have been brought up on unhealthy diets that were responses to the Great Depression, to get stuff being made as fast as possible. So, you know, no, I, I think when you mean I... processed food. Processed food or stuff like that, you know, when I see when there's regular, you know... So you think I'm a victim? When something is symptomatic, I think there's a helping hand. Like, listen, you may or did not develop the addiction to working out that I have... Right when you got older, because that Injury. happened to me. I don't know what happened to you. Injury, uh, ruptured yeah, Achilles. In, sure. So I, ruptured, I, I, I don't know. I ruptured my Achilles and I became a com- complete lazy person. I won't even cross the street fast. I'll just put my hand out and tell the car, "Easy." It's like hitting a buffalo. Relax. I kind of respect that. Yeah. I, I I think car drivers have it too good. <laughs> But uh, I don't really believe that you people who are in more in the margin, less in the margin of error than I am, because you're of weight, you're fit, you're working out, you probably don't have a better diet than me, but you're not overeating. So it's like, you know, we're eating the same foods. I'm just eating huge portions of it, which I can't do anymore. I get sick now. I feel terrible if I overeat. It really, my body's breaking down on me. So I believe I should have to pay for more expensive health care than the average foe because I'm already 
uh, I'm already, uh, uh, what you call them, susceptible to more stuff than you guys. And you shouldn't have to pay for it, period. But the minute the government pays for both of us, when they run out of money, you and me are in the hospital aisle, sitting there in, in beds, and there's nobody. It's happened in London. When there's a, a fallout in legislative budgeting, and they shut down the government like we do here, everybody hits the hallways. Everybody's out. There's people waiting in the room. Like, we're gonna ha- like, the hospital's the a mess. We're going to have problems when we do this system. I'm not going to pretend that's not the case, but I think it's infinitely better to have a system that at least relies a safety net because one of the leading causes of bankruptcy for most Americans is sudden accident, and most people do not have the money saved for these accidents. Get rid of the income tax. And there we go again. <laughs> we, we, we made a terrible mistake. Here we go again with the the Progressive Party. First of all, becoming a retirement uh, life insurance company with Social Security. And although they said it's supposed to be supplemental when they said what they said in the 30s, the entire party, see it on YouTube. You see the black and whites, they're all there. And we said, where's the money going to come from? That still applies today. And yeah, since they said that it was supposed to be supplemental, well, guess what? It never became supplemental. The average folk really believes they're going to retire on Social Security. They don't save any money. And then with progressive income tax, you progressively go broke paying taxes while the corporate, you're going to like this, while the corporate animals make their money through their corporate profits, therefore not their salaries because of income tax. And guess what? That's where the Buffets pay no taxes and his secretary pays all the taxes. Get rid of the income tax. Guess what? You know what the other... Knight in shining armor will be if you go with a consumption tax instead of an income tax. The poor will stop buying stuff they can't afford because there'll be a, a huge tax on consumption. Like the jet ski in Miami. Average person who has a jet ski in Miami can't afford it. And they're driving around with it, the trailer, the insurance, and half their salary is going to pay for the jet I ski. I mean, that, that, that sort of thing you're talking about, like people living above their means... That's Which historical. was something that was argued by both Karl Marx and Adam Smith as a benefit of industrialization. Okay, go ahead, elaborate. Because um, beforehand, like, you know, every single time you see, like, a right-winger on Facebook getting mad when he sees a homeless person with, a, like, a cell phone, like, no, this is a sign of good. This is a sign that we're producing enough. Oh, you sound like Nancy Pelosi. High taxes. No, this is Adam Smith. This is Adam Smith that I'm saying. Completely. That, that, like, this, com- is, this is the godfather of capitalism, boom quoting. So, um, you know, like, this is good. This shows that we're a society producing stuff for people. And in some way, way, they'll get what they need. Like, this is a sign of a country that's producing stuff, that has a flowing economy. If something that seems too fancy for someone who is outside of that class to be able to afford it or get it is a sign that something is working. Uh, So the homeless guy with an iPhone, that's a good thing. I'll, I'll defend that. Okay, you can defend that. I won't. But maybe homeless should be able to communicate so they can create revolution and, and, and the proletariat could take over because the homeless got cell phones and they can create the revolution that you're looking for, but not me. Now, if someone buys something they can't afford and it makes their business more efficient or grows their business, because I can understand someone who's making pastries and he can't really afford the pastry uh, dough mixer because that's a big, big machine, and he puts it on a credit card so he can make the dough faster, so he can make more pastries to get more clients, then you got me there. 
in that case, Alfred Smith is correct. Adam. Did I say Alfred? You Who, said Alfred. Who's Alfred Smith? I don't know. Maybe a guy. I just you, made it up. Maybe a guy you hung out with. Seems like a chill dude. Yeah. Alfred it, Smith, if you're listening, give us a call. Yeah, give us a call. Give us Alfred, a call, Alfred Smith. You're the man. Let me know. You know. I just plugged you for no reason. So we're in this predicament where, excuse me, I'm rolling around cough uh, suppressant. I must be, also need to reach out to me. If the, if the cough drops are driving you crazy, I got to respect you because it must sound like crap at the car, in the car, crackling, kind of like, uh, I don't know. That's got to be. Tight. Just do it for us, kind of, sir. Just if, if it didn't drive them crazy before. Kneeling. Let us. Let us. Let me know, please. When you see me, talk to me. You just tell me the, the cough drops got to go. But I figured that it's better than the coffee, because when I talk, especially to uh, nonsense, and I address nonsense, it's it's very easy to start coughing because he's I get crazy. His, he's talking about his own points. Yeah, he's talking about me talking to myself, basically. That is radio to some degree. You're talking to yourself. You don't know who's listening out there. Who's listening out there? I can also do Lou Rawls. Yeah, but I want to get back to what I started the show on. What What do you think is going to... What strain... Do you think there's going to be, like, two Republican camps of thought that are going to form now? Because, like, be- everybody's believe, fighting. Everybody's I be- fighting. I believe that the Republicans actually care about the mechanics of government. That's what you saw... With McCarthy, look, we don't have an we don't have an opposition to your candidacy. We realize you have the majority. We can propose as many people as we want, but nobody wants a job. Only you want the job. That's your deal. But you're not going to have the power that Pelosi had. The rules that she made up, you're not going to be entitled to. And that's what those twenty. And the system was made for the chaos. That's the beauty of our system, that it's made for the batter. It's made for the fifteen votes. It's made for him to have to give concessions. And that means that the Republican Party is not fighting. It's doing the hard work that the, that the Democrats chose not to do because they're a little commie party, the Democommies. It just sounds like you guys don't want to run the country. Like, it always feels like ever since Ted Cruz held up the country that it's every opportunity. You mean with to- Obamacare when he held it up and nobody yeah. listened to him? That's the point I was making. Yeah, is that you guys don't... He filibustered and everybody in this party bailed on him. Essentially, like, collectivism, all this stuff, all this talk, is you guys don't believe in the purpose of the federal government. You've had a disagreement with it ever since its founding. Um, And more or less, you'll do anything you can to make sure it does not run. Anytime that it's invalidated, anytime that it disappears, that's good. Right? You want me to debate the point or no? Do you agree with that? No. Why? Because you've ignored... That the Democratic Party had 11 filibuster-proof Senate since 1911. They've had power. It's failed. We're broke. And the federal government's enormous. 30, 40% of the U.S. economy is federal buying and selling and ownership. They own 40% of $22 trillion. And they multiply and increase. And then you add the income tax in some of the states. And now you're talking 50% of the U.S. economy. It's disgusting. Taxpayer yeah, most money. of that is like probably military budget. I would say that fifty percent of it is entitlements. It, it, it's like spending stuff that you want for the most part. Oh, you You're went part- there. I already told you. You went there. It fifty percent is entitlement spending, Social Security and welfare. Get fifty percent of the twenty-two trillion. The other is the air conditioning, the bills, uh, 
the staff at the national parks, the staff in the federal That's buildings. That's all good stuff. Everyone loves I, the parks in Florida. I don't. <laughs> look at you guys have great parks. You guys, Beautiful he stuff. loves to throw me down a rabbit hole. The minute I start making a point, he goes, "Oh, but I love parks." Uh, that's such a nonsense comment. That, that, that's that's how that's it's how a nonsense. That's how comment. sparring works. When I see an opening, you gotta <laughs> you gotta take it. Yeah, you go for my kidney. Bah! Bah, bah, bah! Uh, hey, a Republican uh, created the National Park Service. I get it. The first progressive Republican was Theodore, and he did he did a lot of uh, Nixon made the EPA, and he and he also gave more rights to collective bargaining of government employees. A total disaster. I I agree with you. Abject failure. He would be a liberal today. Yeah, I said that. I said that on the Nixon show. I would said be the Republican a... Party has gone so far to the right that even Richard Nixon, drug war starting man, there was, would not be welcomed by there Republicans. Were, there were a few politicians, because of their political uh, trajectory, were very flawed candidates. Therefore, the population uh, really failed voting them in. Um, I believe it was FDR because of his uh, his health. He was a very flawed candidate. He already lost as a vice president once before. Nixon, because he had lost many times before. He lost in California as governor. He lost as uh, as uh, presidential candidate in 1950. Sorry, 60. And he also, uh, his thoughts of being a president even before 60, uh, the best he could have was to be like a, well, I think it was second or third, Eisenhower's second or third vice president. I think Adelia Stevenson was Eisenhower's first vice president who went down and went down in hell with a scandal and they brought Nixon in. And Nixon was really quick, you know. He moved into the Eisenhower clan and married one, you know, so. He always kind of carried that begrudging. But he was a very paranoid, flawed person. Nixon's really, I, I would love if Nixon did like a radio show. Have you heard some of those leaked tapes? He's like yeah. hilarious. <laughs> he dropped a couple f bombs. He dropped a lot of slurs too. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny because he really, he he really. My, was... my favorite thing. He's like, I, I I get where Archie Bunker is coming from. I get it. Isn't, I, that, I, isn't it ironic that Archie in real life was a uh, dirtbag liberal and he was a uh, dude? Was, you know what's crazy great, is that that was show was entirely cons- devoted to making fun of people like yeah. you, and you guys loved it. Yeah, he was a Republican as Archie. Incredible. <laughs> is that like it was all in the family was just all about the guy like venting his frustration about like I know small town he's America. Old Con- he's old Connor. What's his first name? Uh, it's not Sinead Connor. It's I <laughs> uh, forgot. Uh, uh, Carol, Carol, Carol O'Connor. Correct. Yeah. Well, he, uh, he has one of the best quotes on YouTube about Democrats that uh, was fodder for us for a while. It was recorded as Archie, and it made a lot of sense. And I, I'm, I won't do it justice. I'd have to find it so play it, play, play it. And uh, it, it was fantastic, but. It is all true. Man. It's pretty funny. Uh, I, I feel like All in the Family, the Archie Bunker show, was written by a guy like me to make fun of guys like you. Yeah. And you guys loved it, which is, like, commendable. Like, something I respect about the other side. Well, we knew... Because I, I could never see liberals liking a caricature of themselves. His son is the one who wrote it, I believe. His son in, in All in the Family. What was his name? He's a, a prominent producer and director now. He's on Twitter, and he I just troll the hell out of his people. He doesn't reply to anybody. He only initiates. He's like the king troll. He trolls you. He's got 
three, four hundred thousand followers. I don't think I can play any of these Archie Bunker clips. They all have vulgarity. Well, not vulgarity. Like Archie Bunker racial ranking system. Archie Bunker casual racism. Well, let's have some fun with it. Uh, Tell me what you got in the in the so I can here, put it. Let, on. Let's 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 see Archie Bunker on white guilt. Maybe that one will be white guilt. Perfect. Make sure you, you make sure you keep it really close so people. I'm can not hear. paying for like you. I'm not gonna. It's an ad. Yeah, we can't play the ads here. First of all, they don't pay us for the ads, but second of all, they're ads, and we can't play ads here. We're gonna only say brought to you. Gee, you are prejudiced against Tommy Macklin because you know he's a white guy. I don't know anything about him. I just told you he's a white guy. <laughs> so that's why you hate him. <laughs> Fantastic! Um, this is what Archie had to say about uh, about Democrats. I'm going to play the ad if it's on because I'm not going to do anything but play it. Oh, God, I got the freaking Humana ad! Can you believe it? Terrible, terrible, terrible! And let me ask you this: Do you think Jimmy is roaming around the White House tonight trying to find a meatloaf to warm himself up on? <laughs> I don't think the Carter's eating meatloaf. I'm assuming it's Jimmy Carter. They don't Georgia. Oh, let me tell you something. I am so sick of Washington and all its works and all them politicians down there and them congressmen and the congressmen. Boy, I'll bet you won't find none of them congressmen signing down their electric blankets tonight. Because if they did, their secretaries would get up and go home. Telling us for years that we can't live without this junk. 
Now they tell us that we gotta live without it. The country is going straight into the dumper. <laughs> I think there's still a little bit more. Well, that that pretty much sounds very familiar to me. It sounds brilliant. As you can see, we're propagandized. We are pushing electric stuff all over again. Don't you see it? But don't you realize he's like made to like make fun of that sort of talking point? He's like Homer he's Simpson. He's making fun of he's Democrats. Homer Simpson, you're taking it's... Homer Simpson's side here. Wow. He it's, He's the caricature of through, your side. See through whatever you're He's seeing through. He's the caricature of your side. He was written by... So. All right, how about, how about Archie Bunker on arms control? Here we go. <laughs> Even tougher gun laws can the tide of violence and death be halted. Guns must go before more of them go off. Well, that's where you're going, buddy. Guns buddy. must oh. be ready. Hey, and Archie turns off the, the channel. Like all them gun control guys. Half <laughs> a gun control. Tell it to her. Maybe she get the marriage and know. <laughs> Archie, what do guns have to do with maleness? What do guns have to do with maleness? Duke Wayne, buddy. What? Clint Westwood, there, buddy. What are you talking about? Barry yes. Cooper, yes. Sergeant York. I could go on and on and on, but it do do no good because talking to you is like casting players into wine. No. <laughs> Tell that the old lady high chicken down the street, no guns. She'd have been glad to have a rod when them two burglars bust in on her last week, I mean. Oh, Archie, how do you expect an 88-year-old woman to go around carrying a gun? I don't know. She can carry it in her elastic stocking next to a very close bird. <laughs> All I know is it's an American, and it's my right to pack a rod. Bull! What do you mean? Both in the Constitution? It doesn't say that in the Constitution. I'll prove it to you. I got a copy of it here in my history book. I will. It's right there in your Second Amendment. Oh, no, Archie. That's the one that says thou shalt not make any graven image. <laughs> that ain't the Constitution, either. What you says to get his big address. <laughs> Prove to you, you don't know what you're talking about. You just look it up. All I know is my God-given right as an American to have a gun in the house. It is not, Archie. The Supreme Court ruled on that as far back as 1939. What the Supreme Court says ain't got nothing to do with the law. <laughs> they okayed busing, too, till President Nixon give me all one, too. All right, here it is. Amendment 2, I'll read it to you. I'll read nothing. I can read myself. What does it say? Here, here, here. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Read that. Wait a second. You didn't read all of it. I read it you all. You did not. Look, look. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. A militia, Arch, that's what it says right there. Listen, buddy. I don't pay no attention to no constitution and them pinko books of yours. <laughs> did you know that 65% of the people murdered in the last 10 years were killed by handguns? Would it make you feel any better, little girl if they was pushed out of windows? Wow, that's convoluted logic. Yes, and that's the kind of straight thinking I'm trying to put across here. <laughs> I hate that Jake on TV. Oh, I get it, I get it. When you thought he was talking about VD in a permissive society, he was smart, huh? You find out he's talking about gun control, he's a jerk? That's right, and I'm gonna prove it to you. How many people in this U.S. of A. would like to have guns? So many, thousands. What? How many people would like to have VD? None! But what does that got to do with it? Hey, Clive! Hey, Clive! Come on! What 
No thanks. That was brilliant. I think that's like our show. That's that's that's, that's our show, kind of. It was just so well done. It's I can't believe Carol O'Connor is uh, a liberal in his life, his personal life, and yet he can express himself like that. It's just like, true, true, true he's a talent. Character. He's making yeah, he, he's it's a talent. Good. It's good. His acting is fantastic, and the logic behind uh the right to bear arms can should not be infringed by well well regulated militia that's what we all feel we are all armed people in america all of us together we believe that we are you well know, I'm regulated a government. i'm a government no i just <laughs> i just think that when the shit hits a oh, ship hits the fan when the ship hits a fan we are a well regulated militia on the moment that we're called and that's what the right to bear arms means to those who bear arms. I know that you'll be begging for me to come over really fast if someone had a gun to your head and he's robbing you and your family and your and your house and your girlfriend or put six a gun to your head when you're, you know, parked somewhere, you know, watching the 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 UFOs land. You'll you'll want me to come to your rescue. It's that simple. Everybody who's anti-gun will beg a gun owner to show up and def- and take out the villain. I mean, uh, you see it on you again. You see it on YouTube. You see the worst of humanity and the best of humanity. You see uh, one guy taking out a, a theater shooter a week after the Spider-Man. Uh, no, was uh, maybe I'm wrong about it's Spider-Man. Batman. It's the Batman one. The Batman guy. A week later, an off-duty cop is getting a popcorn. Someone comes through. I believe the the, the the theater was connected by a video place, a blockbuster video of sorts. And he takes out a gun to take everybody out. And this guy just locked and load. Boom. Gone. Dead. The guy didn't even get one shot off. And yet, you'll cry like crazy over school shooters. And all we need is one person on staff, maybe two. The students should never know. I mean, with Yuval, we've already seen that it's just the responses are so bad. And you know what major historical event also, you know, oh, was that on the air? No, you're fine. Oh, you know what other major historical event happened because people with guns didn't do anything and they were there the whole time? That's the saddest moment. Columbine. They did the same thing as in Involved. They stood there in a line. That's the one thing. Panicked. Why? No, they weren't panicked. They didn't do, they, they were just dead. Panicked. Panic! Law enforcement panicked. It happened in uh, yeah. it happened in Boca Raton too. Uh, uh, not Boca. Um, <sighs> oh my God! It's a John Fetterman moment every day. Would you help me, Let's please? Let's have him on Parkland, the show. Parkland, Parkland. Oh, Parkland. Let's Same just have thing. him on the show. We talk about him so much. No, we, we, just, we, we should get Fetterman I, on the show. We should get Fetterman on the show. I hope he would come to our show. You're invited, Senator, anytime. I. Believe that you won a rigged election once again, and uh, you built. Uh, he probably uh, had he, the easiest election to win. Like, yeah, it's not that he, hard. He, he, it's he, not that hard. He was a person against uh, the cartoon quack. Well, if the ju- if the judges of Supreme Court of Pennsylvania can reverse the wording, the actual wording of their state charter re- in respective to election day and extend it just because of COVID against the law, then and they get approved by the, the state Supreme Court. With a majority Republican uh, legislature, anything's possible. Notice how he's never asked for a Republican victory to be overturned. 
I'm trying to figure let, out. Let, I, let's just sing. Let's just. I'm trying to figure I, out. I, I'll, I'll just put that out there. Well, how, how about, come the Republicans have never challenged a Republican victory? Why would they? Why would a Democrat? Exactly. Why would a Democrat uh, challenge the uh, Biden's victory? No one challenged but that's, it. But that's exactly it, because it has nothing to do with election integrity. It has everything to do with you not wanting the other side to be in power. I don't believe that's true. I believe that what I started the show saying is that true. I believe the obvious. Mail-in balloting is subject to a lot of fraud. And it was proven that there was tremendous election irregularities, no questioning of signatures of the mail-in ballots. And they were sent indiscriminately in several states to anyone, whether you requested them or not. That's the problem I have. I have no problem with you requesting, like to say I get sick between now and Election Day, and I can't go to the polls because I'm sick, and I'm literally uh, requesting an absentee ballot. Or a military member who is uh, abroad, he needs to vote too. I'm not talking about absentee. I'm talking about mail-in balloting, plain and simple. And that is what's wrong in this country. Because it's just a lot harder to determine who's voting if they're voting in mail-in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Exactly. There's, you can vote two or three exactly. times, and you're not going to question if you signed, if you had malicious and intent. This voter fraud, though, isn't systemic. Uh, that's what you but, say, because, yeah, because we can't prove. true. That's why I say that, because it's true. I find it to be very systemic. If someone with 8 million votes more than Barack Obama, <laughs> who was the most popular In an Democrat, election that... Everybody was indoors, and, and no one had any other thing to do other than follow politics. Uh-huh. And a guy who sat in the basement and uh, had four, four, four goats and three cattle and two cattle. It didn't rats. matter. It showed how bad Trump was doing. It showed how, it showed ignoramus, how bad Tr- Trump was doing. How ignoramus that he we could, are. That he could lose to it Joe shows, Biden. It, it shows how that, bad our Republican-dominated state legislators were, who didn't stop this, allowed voting... Allowed so, voting to happen. Voting boxes. <laughs> allowed voting to happen. About, uh, California has ballot harvesting. Where do you get this kind of stuff? Since when can I go and go to your house, knock on your door, knowing you're a Democrat, take your ballot, and you have all the confidence in the world? Why don't you ask Ron DeSantis what he did to several couple people recently? Look, we don't have that he, problem. He took away all... He started with, it started DeSantis with, is doing voter suppression. Who? DeSantis. Oh He's doing God. tons of voter suppression. Ask uh, ask uh, the person who was most suppressed, which were the black population, ask them if they shouldn't show ID to vote. They'll all tell you, of course we should. Voting without ID is a scam. So we got voter ID in many states, but not all states. There are some states where you can't even put a Republican, The the, the speaking of gerrymandering, they're gerrymandering to a matter in the South where no Republican will ever win. Why? Because they wanted blacks to be represented after Jim Crow. And to this very day, those districts are carved out just f- to assure themselves of black representation. Granted, it was as a result of you know slavery and Jim Crow and all the awful realities that we know t- so well. It's still a place where democracy must be accountable to its voter. It's that simple. And the the legal case that was presented by several states never got heard because they don't Because they didn't have evidence. You can't you don't they have throw to, these out of court if you don't have evidence. But don't you find that shallow what you're saying? Of no. Course, of course I don't have evidence if you don't let me see the machines. 
you can recount the same ballots over and over again. You're going to get the same number. Because how well, else are you supposed to get you evidence? Have to you allow need me- evidence to come up with an idea. Yes. You have to show me. No, because ba- you have the idea. Listen, are you and interrupting now you're like, me? I need the evidence. Look, you're working backwards. You know, this is not how a conclusion works. If I suspect and there's enough evidence that I can see, in other words, I can question every single ballot with the same signature with different names on it because the same guy signed the damn ballot because that's a fact that that did happen a lot in very specific precincts in Wisconsin, in Georgia, in Pennsylvania, and in Arizona. It was proven, folks. All investigation and recounts into in Arizona proved Biden actually won by more votes. Okay. If you count those ballots... And you count those paper ballots, and you, consistent with the machines, and you don't analyze the signatures on any of these ballots, you will see that in very specific precincts, Trump won, and therefore that he wins. He wins the state. The whole election was decided by sixty-eight thousand votes, not the eight million you guys talk about, because that's shallow. Talk. I mean, do you want to get rid of the electoral college? I'd be. I ha- would never. I would be happy to get rid of the electoral wow, college. Mob rule. Every inner city state would win, and you would win the no, election. Everybody's vote would matter. That's nope. just what would happen. No, your, it wouldn't. Your the vote inner would city, matter. Your vote the, would matter. The inner cities, states. You would no longer lose any more to the given area you're in. You all the Republicans, rubbish. all rubbish. the Republicans who live in big rubbish. cities could finally vote. Rubbish. You would get mob rule. You'd get. There it is. It's an admission that. This is a weakness of your party is that no, you guys do not weakness. have you do not have appealing politics. You're not adapting with the time. All right. Here you we run go. Out fear and it's merely hey, do you hate the other guys enough? Vote for us. That's it. That's all you guys have going for you. And the moment people catch on, they lose interest. And 50% of the population is a conflict of interest voter as we speak because they get something from the government. Fifty percent of the registered I voter. Mean, that that is politics. That's how you should be voting. Is in your interest. If I buy you with taxpayer money, I didn't buy you. Taxpayers yeah, you, bought you, and I direct. But I am a taxpayer. That's my money. You're putting my money to good use. I welcome. Yeah, that. I bought you. Yeah, no. If, if I'm giving you money, and then we're like, okay, no, nah, you're not no, giving no, no, me if money. I'm giving you money. No, and then you're like. Hey, no, you know what? I need you to come to Notice work. Notice how you cut your. No, 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 no. This, this, cut... this is how it works. This is how it works. It's like it's, if I'm working for you, right? Convoluted if logic. I, no, Here no, we if come. If I'm working for you, right? If I'm giving you my time, and you're like, "Are you having a hard time buying a car?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And then you go, "Well, what if I cut? What if I took it out of your paycheck?" I know a really good car that I could get you to get you here on time, so you could be a better, more productive worker. Okay, that's that. That's, That's not buying me. That it, is like using my needs as someone who's part of the country and part of your system. That is in my interest. Except if you're for, going to get it, me a car, and if I'm going to continue working long hours for you, I'm going to make that call because now I have a car. It's easier for me to work with you. You're not buying me. You're helping me. I'm you're buying, rep- you're I, representing my interest <laughs> as my boss. It, like Okay. The only difference is that it's my money I'm giving you to buy the car. In the case of politics, it's the government's taxpayers' money that I'm giving you to buy the car. I am a taxpayer. I am paying for the American project. But I'm also also a taxpayer, and I don't want you to have the car. Then I'm going to vote against you. Okay. So, yeah, there we go. So I bought you. 
Yeah, Boom. but then what were you offering me in return? The other guy says, I'm going to use the money. To, I, I'm going to use your I, money to get me a car. If you were a free person, you shouldn't have a reason to vote wow. for me. Wow. Good argument. I, I, you, I, you, give, yeah. you give me nothing but a freedom that you're... you're it, it's like... It's you're like stuck. A, it's, no, you're stuck no, right it, there. It, it's you're intellectually itself. stuck no, right there. No, because you're giving, uh, you're you giving me... You should vote for me. You're giving me an idea of freedom against someone who's directly improving my life. I'm going to vote for the guy who's directly improving my life against the guy who's selling me an idea of, well, isn't this a good idea? Isn't this a good idea? For, for the country. Not for you. For the country. For the country. Yeah, that's called artistry. For the country. That's called artistry. For the country. People hate that. For the country. That explains Biden's 8 million votes. How, how come the rich never have to pay that part? How come the rich voted for Biden? Well, they want you to take care of all those people so they don't come and steal from me. That's it. Sounds like a good I deal. I had a Democrat tell me that. I go, well, you know what? The reason why I vote for Democrats because I know that they'll take a lion's share of our our taxes and keep those people quiet because if not, they're going to come to my house and steal from me. He told me flat out. That's why he was a Democrat. Do you know what destroyed? And he was a prominent man know, what, and prominent you know, you businessman. Do you know what destroyed um, the Egyptian what? Empire? Do you know what destroyed the Roman Empire? Do you know what destroyed um, the French aristocracy? Do you know why the British never, like, crumbled pay the them so they don't kill me it's because inequality got so bad that resentment grew from these things Manuera, Marie Antoinette am I saying that right Marie Antoinette was actually a very sweet woman she never said let them eat cake but the resentment how about quiche but the resentment against the French aristocracy at the time because inequality was so big that the, um, the revolutionaries managed to paint her as the sexually degenerate, um, decadent woman, because the resentment was so big that it was so easy to do that people did, just did. Bought. You guys do that to Trump? I think you did the same thing. No, Trump just was one to begin with. <laughs> you see what I mean? A uh, guy who's donated millions of dollars throughout his life to causes to individuals. He's done incredible works of life. I wasn't his supporter in the primaries, but once he became the leader of my party, I supported him to this day. Uh, so I come from. The unvarnished, a MAGA. I wasn't MAGA from the from the origins. I I believe in a flawed man. I believe all politicians are were led by flawed people. But I believe that. I, I would agree with that. I, I believe that. I believe that's the same in the Catholic Church. You know, I mean the 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 disciples of Jesus were flawed men too. I mean, it's just not. It, it can't be anything but that because the human race is a flaw. Flawless experience. It's just, it is. It just, you know, we fight more. We're the only species on the planet that kills, it, it kills the same species at this rate like no other. And yet, I we, mean, I, yet we are the supreme of I all our beings. I think it's easier to be more aggressive towards things that are more similar to you than different. It's something I've always believed. There's nothing worse than government. Nothing worse. Because you can't do anything, <laughs> you can't do anything about it once it goes astray. And guess what? The equal egalitarian societies that you say all fall because the, the the separation is too great. It's greater now than ever before because of inflationary times. It's just, my God, the average Joe can't work today. The you average person is working two jobs to meet ends meet. No, they're having. Yes. they can't even afford to go I, work I two bring, jobs. I, do you want me to bring you up the numbers? I, Dude, I will happily bring I'm you up. I'm making these your point for you. It takes three jobs to make ends meet now. 
and one person is working just to have daycare. And you're and you're telling people that they should have less to fall back on. No, that they should just they should have a government. They cycle? should have a government that doesn't print so much money so that the dollar's worth something. That's the stuff that you need. Another two, three, four decades but, okay, of life to understand. Explain to me this: What's the benefit of printing less money? Like the dollar's money. stronger, and you're not in debt. A nation in debt falls, and guess what? It always falls as a result of bureaucracies, inefficiencies, and a Democratic Party. Plain and simple, they're bre- they're breaking us. And granted, seventeen Republicans voted with Democrats as they retired. That's a scam. That's a disgusting scam because they didn't have 20 representatives who shook down McCarthy to give him his speakership with less rights. They didn't have that in the Senate. Yeah, they just did it for no good reason because they wanted to throw a temper they tantrum. Were, no, the they were retiring. No, no, they, they just wanted to throw a temper tantrum. That's Anyone really can see mediocre. Are you, yeah, so are most politicians. Uh <laughs> You're just sidestepping the fact that the 20 sat there for 15 calls over five days because they didn't want to give their own party member unquenched quelched power that Pelosi presently had as speaker and McCarthy. Why wouldn't you want the leader of your house to have more power? I'll give you the reason. Just, he was backed by Trump. Guess this you, is what makes no sense. Is that time like... Out. Time out. The guy... Look, I'll show you how, how pure and... Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Politic it was, was that Matt Gates, a supporter of Trump, was the leader of the band, along with, um, uh, God, a bit moment again, the guy from Texas. Uh, remember I played his uh, video? Um, God, it sucks when I can't remember the name. Ah, <sighs> it's, uh, well, anyway, uh, he was a federal prosecutor. He was, uh, ironically, Ted Cruz is chief of staff for some time, and he represents, uh, I forgot his name, I forgot his name, I can't stand it, uh, Chip Roy. Chip Roy finally came to my brain. And a few others, Kozar, the person who uh, sponsored the decertification motion, those people said, McCarthy, I understand you're the most popular guy in here, but us 20 say that you're not going to get our votes, you're not going to get the numbers you need unless you take away the right to decide what the floor hears, and that's what was happening. You could even bring your motion to the floor Didn't for even discussion. Did you get Marjorie Taylor Greene on board? Marjorie Taylor Greene, whether you like it or not, she's probably clearer headed than half the Republicans in the House. Yeah, she backed McCarthy. She did because he said, "Honey, come with me." She only she only survived one vote in the twenty, the fourteenth all the way to the fifteenth vote. She sided with voting for him. Because she thought that they weren't going to be successful, the 20. So she bailed. Happens in politics all the time. Hey, I'm going to get you on a committee. Remember, you were kicked off the committee by Pelosi. I'm going to put you on a committee. We're going to fix all this thing. But you're going to become, as of today, mainstream Republican. You're not going to be radical like those 20. That happens in politics all the time. These people speak to me at times. Some of these people, like Lauren, actually have been in the studio here on Blink Radio, WSQF 94.5, WSQFradio.com. They... Play these games all the time. Sometimes, at the at the expense of their own integrity. I get that it's politics. I understand that. But when one party wants to bankrupt the country by their efforts, I'm not really to improve people's lives. Yeah, and it doesn't improve people's lives. It just bankrupts them and puts us all in food lines. Ultimately, because we've already seen a a, a mock session of uh, food. ask people how they feel if you wanted to take away their Affordable Care Act. 
Yeah, same with Social Security. I agree with you. Once you give it yeah, to them, yeah, yeah. you can't take it back. These, these are good things. But I'm not giving Why it to you. Why do you want to take it back? In the name of like some sort of weird freedom idea? How, I, how about bankruptcy? The nation's bankruptcy. This is a specter. This is a ghostly threat that you're telling me is Why is it ghostly? $1.7 trillion isn't ghostly? That's ghostly. It's you, I can't afford for you to be wrong. That's my point. And some I, people can't afford for you. That's not true. Some, the, there's that's people out true. there who can't afford you it. Can always, They're you not can, people who can take it. If I were to take your Social Security away now, and our country still went to the hell in the ha- basket, I will say, oh, I took it away from you. Too late. Let's put it right back on. And you just do Social Security 2.0. That's my point. You don't lose your shirt with the conservative policies. It works everywhere it's exercised. Socialist policies does not work anywhere. What you call socialist is just how most countries... Work. I want to call it no communist. No other country in any... I'm being nice to you. I know, but like, but I'm still standing my ground on this, and I'll take it. Thank you. You're welcome. Curtsy. You, you can die on uh, you can die in but that like, foxhole because it sure as hell isn't a hill. Is the only country that can afford to have this, N- this super can, small government we can't economy afford because any. we won both two world wars back to back. That's not true. Yes, it is. That's it, not true. It's the reason that we have this huge economy is because we won these wars back. In That's the day. not true. Yeah, it is. No, it is. Yeah, it is. Innovation always wins the game. We won because we had limited government at the time, and we had a huge military industrial complex created. To fight that war, so that part of it, you're correct. We we for the first time, we could retrofit the Ford Motor Plant into building Jeeps really fast and tanks and everything else. And the other and the other motor companies did something else. Oh, sounds like government does something. And shipbuilders can build a cruise ship and then tomorrow build an aircraft carrier. We proved to the world that only capitalism can turn itself on its head from a, from a, an industrial nation into a war making machine. To this very day. And I grant you, the industrial military complex has something to do with 50% of the other side of the economy that is an entitlement. They are somewhat related in some way or form. Because the industrial military complex that people talk about all the time probably is limited to what people perceive to be military, which is just the actual armor and the armories. But it actually has to do with technics, pension, employees, buildings, and stuff that the private sector uses that used to have a military application to them. One of them being what Al Gore invented, the Internet. It was, to, it was a way for the military to communicate. And when it was no longer viable as a secretive communication mode, it was allowed to run free. I believe it was uh, some guys at, in University of Michigan, the, the, the founders of Netscape, I believe they were the ones who figured out uh, the, the Internet and that version of the internet apply, uh, was allowed to run f- freely as the internet we know today. But so be it. Most of what we really learn about ourselves and our technologies are military in origin. Most. Like, for instance, perfect example, in the last 10 minutes, I'm going to give you nine minutes to so prepare yourself. The best example I could think of is a mesh that was created for burn victims that was developed in the deserts of Iraq. And that mesh is today worked on many, many people in the private sector suffering serious burns. And it's a mesh that's kind of organic. It's put over the the wounds of a severely burned person. 
sustains them and regenerates without having to remove the mesh. And we, who opposed a lot of this um, financial that, aid for these sorts of things? Libertarians like Paul Ryan. Uh, you're just throwing one out there. Were you going to play a video? Yeah, well, I wanted to play um, Go ahead. a little video going the one time that I really agreed with Trump during the election. But we were talking about when he lost to Biden. Running against the worst candidate in the history of presidential Biden's shot. On me. Could you imagine if I lose my whole life? What am I going to do? I'm going to say I lost to the worst candidate in the history of politics. I'm not going to feel so good. Maybe I'll have to leave the country. I don't know. If I lose to him, I don't know what I'm going to do. I will never speak to you again. You'll never see me. That was good. I want to hear more of that. I have to say, Biden is a better president than he was candidate. I have no idea how he won. I do know why he won, but like it was really. Sh- I don't have any idea how he won the general. He won the By primary. Eight million in a basement. I know yeah. how he won the general. I have no idea how he won the primary. I I, I believe that was rigged too. Ask Bernie, your homie. I don't why don't you call? Why don't you call Bernie and ask him how they rigged them twice? He's the real. He's the he's the person who knows exactly how the Democratic Party did it. I, I know that the first time they did it with um, help me. I know there were electoral votes, and yeah, then there uh, were super called? majority votes. Uh, what was that called? Th- that that did get him. That was a roadblock. That's how Hillary rigged him. That, that what was, was it called? There were super delegates. Super delegates. Yeah. Yeah. That was a roadblock. See what um, I mean? That's a communist party. That's a tactic they use in Cuba. Super delegate strategies where certain votes count more than other votes and you can never acquire them. The party master gets them. But that every wasn't enough thing. to really... No, that, that's what that, got, that was an unfair element. Yes. But that's not what stopped Bernie from like winning either times. It was very much an older generation who was too tepid about voting for a man who called himself a democratic socialist. Like That's where the numbers add up. I won't argue that point. Like, um, I'll, I'll, actually, no. I'll tell you what happened in the general. In, in the primary. Because actually, I know what happened is that Bernie was winning place after place by huge numbers. Then a former man, a former president by the name of Barack Obama called um, Buttigieg, Klobuchar, and the others and said, drop out. Yes. That's what happened. Everybody. So. Right after South Carolina. So drop out. He told them to drop out. And Otherwise, we're going to lose. You guys would have been probably, your best candidate was the governor from Maryland, who never got any traction, man. He got only 1%. Larry Hogan? No, no, that was a Republican. He was a Democrat. Ben Jealous? Yeah! I like Ben Jealous. I met him. Yeah, yeah. Com- that is as comedy as comedy gets. Um, no, man, he was a very astute guy, very uh, proper. He was articulate. He was a, a governor of Maryland some time back. Forgot his name, but he was associated with... Balloon government, bankruptcy of Maryland, all that. But he was a handsome guy, and he I, I remember him not getting much traction, but uh, he was your best candidate. Another good candidate... I liked the, um, that former military vet, Oja, from West Virginia. I liked him a lot. I don't even I don't even recall the face, even. Yeah, he didn't make it very far, but I, I was... There pretty... was another guy you guys had who was very innovative. Uh, Yank? Nah! Yank, poor guy. Uh... I can't believe he won. Yang just is a guy who got into politics. You must, having, Yang got into politics. Poor guy. He got into politics having no idea really what politics what was about. Yeah, man. Like, he he had no idea. He was like, well, I'm g- going to try. I 
Well, he, he had like very baseline, like certain libertarian yeah, ideas. Single, single sort. What was a single uh, annual? What's Universal it basic income is yes. what he did. Thank you. Um, which involves Universal cutting basic. stuff that upsets you guys, like social security. Um, so that was him. He he really had no idea. Like especially after you know who also is a fantastic candidate. I mean, I really like her a lot. I like that she thinks and she articulates and already and has put. You put her skin on the line, and her name is Tulsi Gabbard. I really enjoy listening oh, to. Oh, that was such a betrayal! That <laughs> she, was such a betrayal. And she's and she's uh, very attractive. She candidate. was a good anti-war candidate. I liked it when she really humiliated Kamala. Yes, but my friends were like, "We don't trust her because she comes from like a really homophobic background." The Indian side, the sect, not, not, the the group that her father was with. Yeah, um, they were very suspicious of her, and she was very Modi friendly. Um, then really, I don't know, when she started appearing on Tucker Carlson's show, that was That's kind it. Of, you guys just jumped on your head. Well, heads. look, she pretty much said, like, I'm, um, she has treated, um, woke schooling on the same level as, like, the mil, you know, corrupt military spending, which is just ludicrous. Um, you know, so she really, she really went the direction that she chose to. Um, some people say that she's only a Democrat because it's impossible to win as a Republican in in Hawaii. Hawaii, yeah, yeah. She um, she didn't join the Republicans though, because it's not going to win for her. Yeah, it won't win. So we will uh, we will end our show with Tulsi Gabbard. That's under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers who are driven by cowardly wokeness, who divide us by racializing every issue and stoking anti-white racism, who actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms that are enshrined in our Constitution, who are hostile to people of faith and spirituality, who demonize the police but protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding Americans, who believe in open borders, who weaponize the national security state to go after their political opponents, and above all, who are dragging us ever closer to nuclear war. Now, I believe in a government that's of the people, by the people, and for the people. Unfortunately, today's Democratic Party does not. Instead, it stands for a government that is of, by, and for the powerful elite. Now, I'm calling on my fellow common sense, independent-minded Democrats to join me in leaving the Democratic Party. If you can no longer stomach the direction that the so-called woke Democratic Party ideologues are taking our country, then I invite you to join me. If you like our programming on WSQF 94.5 in Key Biscayne, you can also hear us very far away nationwide, WSQFradio.com. And if you like our audio files and our subject matter, subscribe to YouTube Mac on the Rock Rampage. Take care and stay free.